Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's talk to some strangers. You here for the 10-day retreat, us 2.0? I certainly am. And all hail from Queens. Wake up, Nora! Ah, ah! You have to go to work. I can hear you. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, August 18th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. First, your entertainment headlines. Two months after the long-delayed launch of F9, Universal Pictures has set a release date for the 10th and penultimate installment of The Fast Saga. The Justin Lin-directed vehicle will arrive April 7th, 2023. Eminem is about to lose himself in a new acting role. The legendary rapper has signed on to appear on the upcoming star series BMF. Eminem's protege and BMF producer 50 Cent confirmed the news on Instagram. Set in Eminem's hometown of Detroit, the latest stars drama from Power Universe producer 50 Cent tells the true story of two Detroit brothers who went from small-time dealers to the founders of one of the country's most powerful crime families. Eminem will guest star as Richard Wershey Jr., better known as White Boy Rick. In the 1980s, when still a teen, he became the youngest informant in FBI history. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Now, ho, ho, hold on to your hat as we reveal today's picks, starting with number three, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Ted Lasso isn't the only show serving up a Christmas episode in August. This week, the L.A. Wives bring some Yuletide cheer as Garcelle cooks up a very Haitian holiday meal for her family, and Kyle gathers the ladies for Christmas dinner at her house. And in true Kyle fashion, she does not mess around when it comes to the holidays. Here's a clip from the episode. Even though I'm Jewish now, I celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas. And when it comes to cooking Christmas dinner, I don't let anybody touch my food. Okay. I mean, if someone wants to go in and add an extra pinch of salt, they may get their finger chopped off. Growing up, we were obsessed with the holidays. We would put cookies and milk out for Santa. And one year, my mom had my uncle rent a Santa suit and went banging on every door in the house and scared the sh out of me. Should we start with a little champagne? I'd love it. It was like this white gloves banging. Like, who thought that was a good idea? But other than that, there were good times. You know, nothing says Christmas like a traumatic Santa memory. Also this week, the fallout from the L.A. Times expose on Tom Girardi continues with the ladies trying to piece together the truth and eventually just pressing Erica for answers. This season is really shaping up to be quite the ride. Tune in to Bravo at 8 p.m. to see how it all goes down. It's trivia time! In an upcoming project, Kyle Richards is set to reprise the role she originally played 
in what? Fantasy Island, Halloween, or ER? Stick around for the answer. Now let's swap coasts for today's number two pick, Aquafina is Nora from Queens. The Comedy Central series is back for season two, continuing the story of 20-something Nora and her family, which are inspired by Aquafina's real-life relatives. This season, not much has changed for Nora, though she does have a new job at a CBD store and a little bit more self-awareness. Meanwhile, her dad Wally, played by B.D. Wong, has to deal with his daughter possibly getting in the way of his romantic relationship, and Bowen Yang's Edmund gets closer with Nora after getting caught up in a scandal. Oh, and Grandma is still Grandma, of course. Here's a preview. We are a CBD store. Please don't tell our customers to smoke weed. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Don't go do that. Begin! Ah! I got next! I've been going out with Brenda for a while now. This could be serious. Is it, what do you mean to get serious, serious, serious? Oh, oh, oh my God. I can't leave your room without catching hep C. <laughs> get away. Uh-oh, somebody's gonna be late again. Hey, that's my underwear. We're wearing grandma's underwear. No, I'm not wearing grandma's underwear. These are my underwears. I bought these from the 99 cent store. Like we said, not much has changed. By the way, the cast of Nora from Queens recently assembled for EW's Around the Table series and talked about what makes this very goofy show so meaningful and poignant for them. Here's Aquafina. One thing that our show also does is it kind of portrays this the Asian American experience, which I think is this really eccentric, nonsensical hodgepodge of elements of both cultures and the food, you know, like a, a kitchen where you'd have like, you know, the the fish sauce or stir fry and frosted flakes, you know, yeah. um, and even the way that grandma's room was decorated, which had a lot of props like from Lori's real house. Uh, our set deck loved that. Um, and <laughs> no, really. And like, alert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, we, yeah, we see Lori's room. grandma's room. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that it, it you know, I, I personally haven't seen a show that shows that that kind of uh, the good and bad of that experience. Yeah. You can check out that full video at EW.com and catch the season premiere of Aquafina is Nora from Queens tonight at 10 on Comedy Central. Aquafina is Nora from Queen star Bowen Yang is also up for an Emmy next month for supporting actor in a comedy for his work on Saturday Night Live. He and his co-star Cecily Strong are the latest guests on our Awardist podcast, where they talk about many things with me, including how they were able to make an impression during a year shaken by a pandemic, the stressful election, and more as well as their season 46 highlights, what it's like behind the scenes just before the show goes live, and of course, some of their biggest sketches. For Strong, that would be her season finale appearance as Janine Pirro on Weekend Update, where she ended up in a huge tub of red wine. Here's Strong on that and some of her other characters. Over the course of season 46, okay, for Cecily, uh, I mean, among the many fantastic characters, but we got to see Gemma again with Keegan-Michael Key as DJ Balls, which is so ridiculously funny every time. Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, yeah. of course, Janine Pirro. Okay, so is there, I mean, you're talking about trying to find joy, trying to bring joy to playing Marjorie Taylor Greene. Okay, so tell me that that mental, emotional process involved. Sure. 
Um, I think it's more, you know, a lot of those big, goofy update ladies, I, I ended up writing with Brian Tucker and he's been very good. You know, we've sort of, it's been where I've gotten to be like a, a clown in different mm-hmm. way, you know, where I can just like, those are a couple of occasions where I've sent him a video because we're writing obviously uh, a part. <laughs> it's like one where I said like, and Tucker, what do you think if I did something like maybe every time she sneezes, she goes, you know, I don't know. It made me laugh. Maybe it'll work. And this was a year where it was, like a couple times we were saying like that might be too crazy but it makes us laugh but this was a really a year where it was like that might be too crazy was what ended up working and it's sort of like you know instead of there's a lot that's like there's so much awful and, and things to be bummed out about mm-hmm. and sometimes you're like the things these people say it's just it's so insane it is like clownish you know, to go well, after. That's the thing, because sometimes you don't have to alter the words. Right. Exactly. The words are already there. Sort of like, yeah. And I, and they're words that are being used as like a weapon. So I'd mm-hmm. rather it's sort of in my head, like, but they're, it's, it's clownish. It's buffoonery mm-hmm. at it's, you mm-hmm. know, and that's looking at it the nicest way possible. Yeah. Was the huge tub of wine, was that, whose idea was that? <laughs> that was mine. You committed. That was really, I mean, it, that, <laughs> came down to just like, well, we we have to always up the ante. And like last time I threw mm-hmm. up red wine. And so <laughs> yeah. it felt like this time, well, then I have to say, like, okay, Tucker, we can do it. But I think I have to get into a tub of wine. And she did throw in many glasses of that wine on Colin Jost, who was sitting right behind her. As for Yang, well, it was his turn as the iceberg that sank the Titanic that still has people talking. And I think he was sure it wasn't going to make it onto the show until the night before. It wasn't until Friday at midnight when I truly did go to bed thinking, man, someday, maybe next year, you know, next April when it feels tough (laughs) again um, for the anniversary, we'll do it. But uh, we got a text at midnight on Friday saying, let's try it. And then at that point, Anna and I were just texting each other pictures of children in Halloween costumes from 1998 um, as the iceberg. And they were basically wearing what what the character wears, um, which is like a headpiece made out of styrofoam, uh, white clown makeup and like a bed sheet. Um, but then we made like very nuanced decisions with what he was going to wear. There was going to be like a motorcycle jacket or a blazer. And I went a white leather motorcycle jacket or a white blazer. And I was like, let's go with white bla- like a white dinner jacket because then it's not going to telegraph that he's like yeah. a pop star right out the gate. And so we, like, we made like, all these really weird decisions and choices with the departments um, Friday night. And then, and then it was crazy. It was so surreal that by the next night um, we did it. How do you even uh, describe then the the uh, how it went viral, the reaction? I, I feel like it's one of the, the biggest things in, in a few years, for sure. Oh, I don't know. I got a lot of texts about it. Yeah. <laughs> got texts. You were getting texts about it, too. Oh, yeah. Wow. Just saying, who was that? I, who was that like, guy? <laughs> in this way, who was that? <laughs> who was that guy? Yeah. I, I, people, yeah, I got a lot. People wow. loved it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't realize what had happened with it until like I had a few people say, my law professor talked about <laughs> your iceberg thing at a lecture today, you know, on, on, on Monday, like the next Monday, you know, people, my, my friends who are in law school, different law schools, different law professors saying, 
you guys gotta watch this iceberg thing. And I was like, I crossed over into the law professor market and that's when I knew. Well, if law professors are talking about it, you know you're a hit. There is a lot more to that conversation with Strong and Yang. Be sure to check out The Awardist wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Stay tuned, our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch, we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. And now, just relax and let us tell you about our number one pick, Hulu's Nine Perfect Strangers. Based on the best-selling book by Big Little Lies author Leanne Moriarty, the series reunites showrunner David E. Kelly with star Nicole Kidman, who plays the mysterious director of an isolated health and wellness resort. As nine stressed city dwellers try to get on a path to a better way of living, Kidman's Masha watches over them, determined to reinvigorate their tired minds and bodies. But the guests have no idea what's in store for them on their 10-day retreat. And no, it's not a relaxing spa treatment. Here's a preview. I'm not sure I'm really supposed to be here. Some doors are meant to stay closed. Have you met her? The woman that runs it? She mixes and matches her guests like a cocktail. Supposedly, she completely changes people. You came here to heal. This is going to be a wonderful journey. Sometimes it'll be unpleasant. I don't want to suffer. You're already suffering. Well, that's not creepy at all. In addition to Kidman, the star-studded cast includes Melissa McCarthy, Michael Shannon, Regina Hall, and Bobby Cannavale, who recently spoke to EW about what drew him to the series. I was really fascinated that somebody would write, you know, a fiction, a work of fiction around these ideas. Uh, because I don't know that much about wellness, but it feels like a word that's in the culture, and I think people have different ideas about what it is. Um, and so I liked the idea of being a part of shedding a little light on this kind of therapy, frankly. Mm, uh, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's really interesting. I think it can be something that down the line, hopefully, um, we make a lot of progress uh, in, in dealing with people who are depressed and people who are dealing with uh, trauma and grief. Now, that's just one aspect of it. Like the entertainment part of it, I thought, I just thought, well, Leanne has a real knack for it. I think that's no secret, right? She's really good at writing interesting characters who are in, in conflict with themselves. And David's really good at writing those kind of characters. And so the whole thing seemed to come, everything seemed to come together pretty perfectly. Strangely perfect, you might say. You can stream the show's first three episodes out of eight, not nine, on Hulu right now. And now the answer to today's trivia question. In an upcoming project, Kyle Richards is set to reprise the role she originally played in what? Fantasy Island, Halloween, or ER? 
voices. No trick? We hope it's a treat. The answer is Halloween. Richards will reprise the role of Lindsay Wallace, which she first played at age nine in the upcoming sequel, Halloween Kills. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall and Carly Usdin.